Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another audio-only WTF1 podcast. I am Katie and I'm joined by Tommy. And Tommy, how are you feeling this week? Because we've got three car launches coming up, so it's going to be getting pretty busy now. There's a surprising amount to talk about, actually, uh, for an off-season, but it feels like it's kind of getting underway now with launches and more exciting things happening. There is, and uh, we're going to be talking about the first car launch that we had, also a certain driver returning to social media, and a racing event that happened this weekend. So let's start with that, Race of Champions. Did you enjoy it? It was in Sweden, they were on ice and snow, which was, I think, the first time they've ever done that, which was quite unusual, but it's provided us with plenty to talk about. Yeah, it was different this year. I've been watching it for quite a few years. Um, kind of more recently when the F1 drivers have started getting involved and people across motorsport, uh, rather than it just being a rally event, it's been on tarmac. You know, we had it at Wembley Stadium one year, I remember, where uh, it was on, on tarmac. So, yeah, it was interesting. I was slightly concerned after watching the Nations Cup on the Saturday that it was just like, oh, what's the... What's the point? It's just going to be all the rally drivers just winning and it'd be a bit boring. But I think they split, did they split them into um, two sides of the draw? I feel, unless I'm mistaken, but I feel like they kind of tried to make the the order so it wasn't just going to be essentially six rally drivers in the final, uh, like, sorry, eight rally drivers in the uh, like quarters and it would just be rally drivers and all the, all the kind of circuit races would get knocked out. No, it was um, it was great fun. So there were three F1 drivers that were meant to make an appearance. Team Germany, which was Mick Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel. Um, and we're going to probably talk a bit more about Vettel because he had a really unusual weekend. Um, but he's somebody who's been doing Race of Champions for ages. He used to do it with Michael Schumacher. And now he's doing it with the younger generation of Schumacher, which is lovely to see. Um, and Valtteri, it is that so wholesome. And Valtteri Bottas was meant to be making an appearance, but it was announced on the Friday, the day before the event, that he had other commitments. So um, whatever that might mean. Um, Looking so at an Alfa Romeo car. Yeah. I saw, I saw a picture. Did you see that picture online of him and Guan Yu Zhou just at some like Alfa Romeo museum? And I, and I don't know if that was done previously, but it did seem a bit like, oh, if that was the timing of that, I guess maybe... Uh, yeah, a team commitment that you can't get out of and at the end of the day new team comes first yeah exactly it's a shame. So, it is a shame because I would have really enjoyed to see that because he would have been in a team with Mika Hakkinen as well and although Emma Kimmelainen did an amazing job she's gained so many fans from doing that this weekend and also Mika was just hysterical I adore that man he's so funny he's, he's great isn't he he is great um it was still a really fun event to watch um so to give a bit of background race of champions it's been around for ages actually the first one was in 1988 and then the nation's cup was added in 1999 um so they have two different kind of races one on a saturday one on a sunday the nation's cup which is the one that lots of people were talking about with team germany which was seven mick um basically two individuals from each country 
racing head to head to to find who the best nation is uh, and it was team norway that won that with the solberg father and son duo but they're also swedish because the next day they were racing under a swedish flag so <laughs> it's quite funny oh were they yeah i, I thought it was they because they have norway uh they had like team nordic and then yeah like the all the like scandinavia and stuff was all kind of uh mixed up but when they do the nation's cup sometimes they just have to have like rest of the world because yeah, they, yeah. The, like they have a driver like castro neves or whatever from brazil but i mean he was hilarious like talking about it he's he was so chilled and just like having a laugh about it and he was like i'm not very good and i i like it because people can make such a thing out of it and we'll go into this later because of like how sebastian vettel's time went but at the end of the day like you know uh a Brazilian IndyCar driver that's won the Indy 500 uh, many times and is an amazing driver. Um, it says nothing about his racing ability that, like, maybe he wasn't very good on an ice track in a <laughs> Ford Fiesta. Like, it is literally just a bit of fun, and that's yeah. what I love about it. Yeah, no, it is great. And everybody always says each year how much fun they have with it, which is awesome to see. I really wanted to try and get to the Swedish one this year, put my media accreditation in and everything. But um, I, like Valtteri Bottas, had other commitments. And also it would have been like minus 100 degrees and I'm not set for that kind of temperature. I don't think I would have done very well. <laughs> so Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, it was absolutely freezing, warm. wasn't it? It was minus something. I it's know, like it was minus 20 freezing. or something yeah. ridiculous. Oh my God. No, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to stay at home in my nice warm flat. Um, but yeah, so the Nations Cup... Mick Schumacher for Team Germany, he was absolutely killing it. He was winning every heat he was doing. And then Sebastian Vettel, he had a bit of a shaky start. So he was... Um, <laughs> part, Polite way of saying Mick in, carried him. For the first, uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he was against an F1 esports driver in the first run. And you think now... 20-year-old, is it Lucas Bleakley? Lucas Blakely, yeah. Lucas, Lucas Blakely. You think, you know, 20-year-old, esports, he's great at esports. I think he, he finished third last year in the esports thing. <laughs> yeah, I think he said, I, I'm, yeah, I think he said that he's, um, he's not done too much real-world driving. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that is the dream lineup. Like, even uh, if the result didn't go his way, just the fact that you can say you've had like a one-on-one race with a four-time world champion is special enough as it is without going into what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm so, sure you've seen on social media. Yeah, we. Um, I was tuned in. I was messaging Tommy like, oh, Seb's up now, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, yeah, Lucas beat Sebastian Vettel in a race, which everyone was like, oh no, his career's over. The Nico Rosberg memes were out in full force on Twitter. Um, so yeah, hopefully... Twitter jumping to conclusions over yeah, a fun surely event. Not. Surely not. <laughs> like you say, it is all a bit of fun, but um, yeah, the amount of people that were like, oh, Sebastian, he's, like you say, he's washed up, he's done, his time's over just because he got beaten by... It wasn't even much. It's not like it was a 10-second gap or something. It was literally, like, a few tenths. But um, that was rather amusing start to it. Um, and in the end, Team Germany got knocked out. I don't think... They either got knocked out on their way to the quarterfinals or in the quarterfinals. So um, we didn't get to see much more of them. But uh, what did you no, make liked... of all the Nations Cup stuff? Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? Yes. Yeah, 
I was going to say it was really interesting because uh, I saw Luke, Lucas Blakely's tweet after as well. Uh, and it was just a picture of him going, oh, my God, what has just happened? Because I, I imagine, you know, get, getting off that run and then just checking Twitter and seeing that, like, well, it's that, it like, absolutely exploded online because it was such this insane story. Um, and, of course, Twitter will make a thing out of it. But just it's just a, a nice thing for, like, you know, the guy to enjoy. It shows that um, you know, eSports should be taken seriously and these guys do have very good racing ability. But... Also, at the same time, it doesn't show that Sebastian Vettel doesn't deserve four world titles just because he <laughs> no. didn't win in a, an ice race that he's doing for a bit of fun. Um, but then, yeah, the Nations Cup um, was was pretty interesting. Um, it's definitely more of a like a a builder for the for the main event, which is like the Champions of Champions, where they all kind of compete for themselves. Yeah, we had um, Team USA did really well actually with Jimmy Johnson and Colton Herter, um, which which is was a mad because IndyCar and NASCAR driver. I know Jimmy Johnson's in IndyCar now, but famous NASCAR driver on ice, and they got to the final. They got to the final, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They're both it's from just... California and never driven on ice before. <laughs> It's amazing. This is why I love Race of Champions. It's got so many interesting stories and angles. Um, But yeah, the Solberg uh, duo of Oliver Solberg and his dad, Petter Solberg, total legends, both of them really. Um, They won for Norway. But yeah, they have dual nationality. So it was quite amusing when I was having to make the graphic for Team Norway winning. They both have the Swedish flag on their race suit. So I was like, I have to crop this because otherwise people would be like, you've used the wrong picture. Um, So they were nearly given the Swedish flag on the podium to like wave about and Oliver had to say like oh I'm not Swedish today I'm I'm from Norway today so that was pretty funny um but yeah like a nice story there um with the father and son duo and then switch to Sunday I don't know what Sebastian Vettel had for breakfast but he made it to the final alongside Sebastian Loeb which for me I was like that's the dream combo I love Sebastian Loeb I love Sebastian Vettel and that was just such an entertaining finale. Did you enjoy that battle? Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, agree. I mean, in my opinion, uh, it's maybe a bit hypocritical um, after being like, oh, there's nothing really in the race of champions. But for me, Loeb is just probably... Uh, I can't think of a better driver in the world, basically, over like if you just think over motorsport. In my opinion, I think he is like the motorsport goat. I mean, he did Rally Monte Carlo recently yeah, uh, and won it. Yeah. Uh, and just, just, just for fun, which must be so demoralizing for all the other rally drivers that are racing. Um, and yeah, that he just comes back uh, without much practice and not been around and yeah he's done loads of other things Dakar he nearly got into Formula One um which would have been amazing to see but yeah Pikes Peak uh, he's won everything he's such an incredible driver and then yeah it was an all Seb final which was funny because yeah Vettel all this talk of him being washed and uh terrible and then he he just was on it um and he was the guy that was um yeah just just on it got all the way to the final and then it was a really funny moment where uh, Vettel and Loeb were, I mean, this is just Vettel's sense of humour in a nutshell, but they were 
uh, they shook hands before they're being told what to do if whoever wins and the the clerk was like may the best man win and Vettel was like Seb wins um, which is just brilliant because uh, obviously they're both being called Sebastian so yeah it's uh, it was a great final um, and two absolute legends doing it like you say it was a bit of a dream final but you can't really um, you can't really say that Sebastian um, it would have been a very big surprise if Vettel had beaten Loeb basically because Loeb is obviously you know a rally god and yeah. one of the greatest drivers <laughs> ever so uh, he definitely had more favoured but it was 3-1 was it in the in the final and I think the final one was pretty close so because I think Loeb crashed uh, during one of them so closer than maybe people thought yeah no definitely I've really enjoyed that i really enjoyed the race of champions generally anyway um it's provided us some with some pretty entertaining scenarios over the last few years and obviously we missed it with covid so hopefully that will be an event that lots of people put on their uh motorsport calendars going forward I hope so yeah and uh in between all of this race of champions action on saturday night the biggest piece of news of 2022 broke when Lewis Hamilton returned to social media. I feel like it needs some sort of like BBC <laughs> breaking news theme tune in the background of this. <laughs> Lewis um, Hamilton has done a tweet. Wow. Breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, in I the mean, context really... of... Yeah, I mean, in the context, it is. it was big. Obviously, everyone was waiting for it. Yeah, it was either going to be like a, hi guys, I'm back, which thankfully was a tweet, or it was going to be, I've had some time to think and I'm out. But fortunately, although he said he's back, loads of people, and it's fair, you know, saying he's not said he's back in Formula One, he's just back to social media. Um, But I'm imagining that he'll probably be back in Formula One. I I can't imagine that he'd have such a relaxed attitude if he was not coming back to Formula One. Just here's me in the Grand Canyon, (laughs) never coming back. That's what I thought as well. He's he's not actually said anything, but obviously just him just saying I'm back. Um, yeah, in my opinion, it just it I took it as that he's you know returning and racing and is is kind of feeling feeling better and just ready to go for for this season. But I, I did see some funny tweets that was like Hamilton because because it was a massive story. Obviously, we joke that like guy does tweet. Um, but it but it obviously was massive because he hadn't said anything since Abu Dhabi. Um so for him to like just announce that yeah, he's back um was was interesting and uh, I saw some funny tweets saying that I'm surprised he didn't save it for like the Red Bull car launch or something and uh <laughs> announce it then. That would have been funny. Oh, that would have been amazing timing. Yeah, Mind just game start overshadow. <laughs> Oh, that would have been brilliant. But yeah, good to to see Hamilton is back on social media. I know there have been a few paparazzi shots of him out in um, America. So he's obviously, you know, spending time out there over the, the winter break and hopefully refocusing and bringing him back to Formula One. It, de- it definitely made me realise, like it gave me a lot of PTSD with Rosberg's retirement in that I really had hoped that we hadn't just seen Lewis Hamilton's last race because... That would have just been the most upsetting and disappointing way for sort of his career to to bow out. Obviously, he owes it to no one to come back. If he did say, "I've I've got my seven, and you know that's that. I'm I'm gonna leave." People would understand the reasonings why it's not like he would leave being 
the bad guy or anything. You know, he um, was the unfortunate victim of the decisions made by the FIA in those last few laps. So, you know, he could easily retire and say, thanks, but I'm not coming back. But yeah, for selfish reasons from just me being a fan, I really want to see him back on the grid um, because he is so great and brought us so much entertainment. And yeah, with, with Rosberg, just like, saying I'm never coming back bye and like as a Rosberg fan not knowing that I've just seen his last race um that's one thing that yeah from a purely selfish point of view like I want to a driver to have a big song and dance when it's their final race and everyone can get emotional and like deal with the fact that that's the last time we'll see them rather than just like oh by the way guys I'm never coming back so see ya (laughs) what about you (laughs) yeah I think um I think people are kidding themselves if and you know people will write it on social media to get a reaction and um you know as someone that that supports max verstappen i don't want you know you you want to see them go against each other and and you don't want hamilton's career to end that way i want i want to see hamilton versus verstappen all over again and and you know ferrari in the mix and, and other things it would be a shame uh to not have him in f1 because he's still at you know performing extremely well and you want to see them them racing against Hamilton you want those drivers racing against each other so yeah I'm I'm really glad he's back as well and it would have been such a shame for him to end his career the way he did so I'm I'm excited to to see it and I'm glad he's back because we also really want to see that whole George Russell Hamilton uh oh yeah situation as well yeah, that's going to be very exciting. That's going to be a proper highlight of 2022, I feel. Um, so, yeah, Hamilton back on social media. We'll wait to see, I guess, some shots of him at the Mercedes garage or factory or something like that um, to fully cement that he will be coming back. I need to see physical proof. I can't just come to the conclusion after seeing one tweet. I need to see him there in the car. I was... in the... <laughs> <laughs> one thing that's quite funny is actually that you, you, the article that we did about Bottas, um, some people were jumping to conclusions, being like, "Oh, this is Bottas being uh, asked." Hamilton's announced his retirement; he's going back to Mercedes, and oh uh, you know, gosh, like, you know, like yeah. you know, like Massa did, uh, where he they were like, "Oh, actually, no, we've we need our old driver back because uh, it's all kicked off." Uh, and some people, uh, whether genuinely believing it or just as a joke where we're going oh uh they're they're you know Bottas has gone over to Merck because Hamilton's announced he's retired but uh no I don't uh it does seem like Hamilton's back uh one of the interesting rooms as well is that uh Hamilton returning uh might be the demise of Michael Massey as well because there was talk <laughs> that he wanted to uh, <laughs> yeah that uh Hamilton was kind of like I don't want to come back unless he's gone but mm. um it'd be interesting now if we did hear that uh then I think people might put uh those situations together two and, and go two maybe together. that's yeah, yeah maybe that's what it is perhaps yeah maybe there has been an update with Massey's uh position because there were speculation um last month that Hamilton's future would depend on if the FIA changed their management structure so perhaps there'll be an update in the in the coming days um and then finally because this is how how crazy this 
weekend has been. We had our first car launch and yet we're talking about um, Race of Champions and Lewis Hamilton back and sending a tweet (laughs) when we've actually had a proper car launch. So, well, I say proper car launch. It was some digital renders. Debatable. Yeah. uh, I mean, we know that the images has put out of their car is not the final product. Um, But it gives us a good indication as to maybe what we can expect from other teams. Um, But what did you think of the design, Tommy? Because I know you and Matt did a watch along um, and you gave your thoughts on there. But just for the podcast sake, what do you think about the the VF22? I think it is, unsurprisingly, a lot uglier than the show car. Um, We had this discussion at the end of the last podcast where you were saying you really didn't like the 2022 car. I said I loved it. Um, but I'd be lying if I said I loved this because it definitely doesn't look anywhere as sleek as the renders, if you like. But, I mean, that's not surprising. At the end of the day, Formula 1 teams are there to build cars that go quick and not look nice. So, um, for me, the biggest noticeable thing is obviously, like, the side pods uh, or lack of um, still is, like, quite an ugly feature, in my opinion, and the really tiny side pods, you know, that looks so slick on the on the 2022 renders that Formula One shared. Um, looked a lot a lot nicer, whereas this doesn't look quite so nice. And the the rear wing is a lot flatter than I expected. Um, I don't know if that will change, um, but yeah, it was really curvy in all the all the renders. But this one looks quite. Not not too dissimilar when you just look at the front view to to what it was last year, other than the the end plate. So, yeah, um, they're my kind of first thoughts on it. Obviously, livery wise, it's it's very uh, much the same. But what, what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, livery wise, it, it's just basically a copy and paste of last year, really. Um, which you know isn't Worse. necessarily yeah yeah because I think last year we had like a thicker um, trio of colours that was going that on they, with bodywork. I and... think they've been clearly told to get rid of that red line that made it a Russian flag. So they've sort of like got rid of that. Because uh, if you look at last year's car, the they, they put like a a red line above it. So it clearly like made oh, a yes, Russian yeah, flag. Yeah, I can see. Um, and I think they've, uh, whether it's deliberate, um, it wouldn't surprise me because of all the controversy that the car made that it's meant to look less like a Russian flag. But then, I mean, come Tell on, look, the at, the, that the look at the front wing. wing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody did not get the memo. True. They were not CC'd in the email. Um, but yeah, generally, like I said in the, the last podcast, I think that the 2022 cars, they're quite ugly things. Um, and so, yeah, seeing, seeing this um, kind of, I mean... You messaged me and you're like, it was ugly. I was like, I told you so. I told you it would be. And you're like, yep, okay, never mind. But um, hopefully some of the other cars are a bit better. But um, I mean, we can sit here and say it's ugly, but it doesn't matter if it's ugly. As long as it's fast and it's better than 2021, that's going to be the most important thing here. Um, obviously, they're going to have that Ferrari power unit in the back, the new hybrid one. So if uh, our suspicions are correct that Ferrari might be quite quick this year, then hopefully um, Haas have got the necessary technological advances to help them. 
I, can you tell I, I'm not a tech person? Um, but yeah, their their relationship with Ferrari's got a little bit stronger over the last few years. Now they've got a base in Maranello, which um, and they've also sent some Ferrari people sort of over there with all the, the budget cuts. Um, but yes, time will tell. But for now, I just think it's a bit ugly. And to be honest, I thought I prefer the, the nose, the front, like the nose, because it's bit thinner than what we saw on the show car the 2022 car which to me just reminds me of a platypus um yeah that's true actually yeah but apart from that but like by sacrificing having a thinner nose it just makes it so much more like blunt when it gets yeah when it gets to like the air um intake on the side it's just i don't know but um yeah it's hopefully red bull's nicer i hope so tend to make prettier cars i know Nui said it in the past but at the end of the day like you say um if the ugliest uh, sorry if the the quickest thing would be to um i don't know um have a phallic nose absolutely again. yeah exactly <laughs> then they'd do it so at the end of the day that it is what it is it is what it is um well but i'm 100 of- percent ready to sorry i'm 100 percent ready to uh be a massive hypocrite and uh, defend the the Red Bull livery being the same to the to the hills after uh, mocking Haas. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's also very true. I don't think they're going to go for anything too different because the I, I'm with you here that I think the Red Bull livery is so classic and I love the like matte navy blue to the coral red and the yellow. I think it just looks so nice, but maybe... Red Bull will shake things up, but I think the chances of that happening are probably quite slim. But I'm happy to be proved wrong. And um, you will be able to actually watch along with us on Wednesday when Red Bull reveal their their 2022 challenger. Um, so we'll be going live on YouTube for that, just as the boys did for the Haas launch. Um, I think it's probably likely going to be me and you, Tommy, going through, I having a look so. at the Red Bull. Yeah, it should be exciting. So uh, make sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube and following us on all socials to to get notified of when that all happens. Um, but for now, Tommy, do you have any final thoughts? How dare you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'm just looking forward to, to the Red Bull launch. It's going to hopefully not be renders, uh, maybe see a bit more of a, a real car. Um and yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the fact that we've got what three this week. Yeah, um, and Aston potentially, and well. yeah, and I think Aston will personally be quite exciting livery wise that they might go for something different. Um, and then yeah, Red Bull are always interesting because of uh, just the fact that Adrian Newey designed it, and then McLaren are doing their mega launch with uh, with everything. Uh, and everyone will realise how much better the IndyCar livery is, but there we go. <laughs> oh, I love it. Shots fired. I wonder if, um, because the race of champions and Hamilton tweeting have been more of a popular talking point than a Haas launch, I wonder if McLaren reveal this Lego relationship that maybe they've got, and that will just take over. Everybody will be chatting about the Lego instead of the actual liveries. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it is a Lego of the 2022 car, then put me on that mailing list. I want one ASAP. Um, But yeah, we'll look forward to doing that. Okay, then, Tommy. Um, Thank you very much for your time. And uh, I will see you for the Red Bull launch on Wednesday. Okie doke. Bye-bye.
Bye. Bye. <laughs> and write us on Spotify because you can now write on Spotify. Oh, yeah, please write us on Spotify and Apple and everything <laughs> else in between. <laughs> Bye. Bye.